If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton, and welcome. If you're here for the first time, welcome. This is a uh, very, very unique podcast. There's nothing else like it. In fact, it's really the only podcast that's out there. And if you are returning, if you're back to listen to more, you know it's the same old thing. It's nothing new. It's nothing exciting. It's, It's a lot like other podcasts, but not as good. But it's through the funnel of me, so that that makes it uh, not really, honestly, doesn't make it that interesting. But what is interesting is I have Lauren Robertson on the show today. You may have seen her on Modern Family. She's done some stuff on Jimmy Kimmel with Ariana Grande. She has she did some a cool short film with Kirsten Dunst, and I used to improvise her for a very very long time. She's very unique. She's very weird, and I don't know if I'm saying that to be complimentary, uh, but she is very, very weird. She doesn't look like she's weird, but she's one of the weirdest people <laughs> I've ever met, but excited to talk to her. Uh, if you've been kind of following uh, my uh, anxious road to doing stand-up comedy, uh, I'm still doing a lot of open mics. I did do, uh, I've done a couple of booked, booked indie shows that somebody kind of, people just put me on, Maybe out of like, yeah, sure, you're wearing jeans, good, do this stand-up show. But I did uh, get a chance to do the show at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room. So it's the, uh, for those of you who don't know, I've only been to the Comedy Store a few times over the years, but it is the small room. Um, obviously, that's where I belong. If there was a smaller room, that's where I should, I, you know, the bathroom is where I should be doing a lot of my stuff, and that's where I spend my time looking in the mirror going, what are you doing? Why? They don't need another one. They already have enough of them. But yet, uh, I got the opportunity to do a show at the Comedy Store. And it was really good. It's it's interesting to... I'm not familiar with this world, so I'm not coming to you as an expert. I'm coming to you as, like, I probably know as much as you do. But it seems like open mics uh, can be really weird. It's A lot of it is uh, comedians just kind of waiting to go up, and it's you really just kind of getting your stuff out. I've been writing a lot of jokes for a long time. Sometimes I write them for other people, um, but it's just kind of getting them like out of my mouth into the microphone and kind of just <laughs> hearing it kind of echo against the walls. But you know, sometimes you get a little bit of feedback, which is really good. Um, and I'm not knocking it by any means. It's it's a it's a good, valuable experience. Uh, but it's nice to see if some of these jokes really work because I keep writing them and I'm always trying something new because I feel like I have a lot and I'm, you know, trying to put, uh, you know, put a set together. But I did, uh, I got a chance to do uh, a show uh, called The C Word Show uh, at the Comedy Store. And it was really, really cool. I was honored to, 
I'm honored just to for anyone to live. If there's one person listening, I'm honored for you to be listening. That's kind of how I always have approached being able to do comedy, whether it's on YouTube or, or doing improv or sketch. If like one person's watching or listening, uh, I'm 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 listen. That's one. You know, it starts with one, and sometimes for me, it ends it ends with one. Uh, so that was really great. Um, my wife has never seen me do stand up, although she's kind of familiar with kind of like my vibe. Uh, so she was there. That made me very, very nervous. Um, but it went really well. Um, I'm hoping to put some of this stuff on, you know, like my Instagram, which is the Jason Horton. If you want to check that out, uh, same with my Facebook, uh, and just kind of you know putting some of my stand up out there. Um, I am doing another book show uh, at Flappers in Burbank on October 11th at I think eight o'clock. Uh, I. I'm doing a show at the Comedy Palace in November in San Diego. I think that's November 9th. Uh, I used to live in San Diego, so I'm excited to go back. And um, I've done. I started doing improv down there, and I'm excited to go there and do some stand-up. So hopefully I'll be doing some more stand-up, booking some more shows. I'm trying to book some stuff in Philadelphia and New York when I go back to uh, the East Coast to visit for Christmas time. Uh, and kind of on a completely another note, uh, so I am recording this right now in Las Vegas, currently in Las Vegas. And if you, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, you're obviously familiar with uh, what has gone on here. Not just a couple of days ago, um, you know, this trip I had was planned. My sister actually came out for work, I think on Monday or Tuesday, so she, she was here earlier in the week, and I didn't know how I was gonna feel. I didn't know how it was going to be, uh, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard not to think about, it's hard not to feel, uh, and there's a lot of, um, there's, what I like is Las Vegas, um, has been, you know, is obviously very supportive of Las Vegas, and the messaging is out there, and I, you know, I think maybe some people ask me, like, oh, is it, like, more quiet, or is there less people? And I don't like. I'm not familiar with, you know, the seasonally how Las Vegas goes. So I don't know if there's more or less people. There's a lot of people, but there also could there be more people? Maybe could there be less? I, I really don't know. But I'm here, and then a, a, a bunch of other friends um, that you know I've been doing you know YouTube with and, and friends with for a long time. They're here, and you can probably see me the pictures uh, on Instagram or, or, or wherever I'm wherever I'm posting them. Uh, I really don't post. I, I, I'm just not, I don't really like posting pictures, especially of myself. Um, I just, you know, I, I don't, nobody needs to see what uh, my face. Um, that's, that's why I'm on a podcast. Uh, but I, I sound like I look, if you're, if you're at all wondering. Um, but yes, so I'm here and I, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, this, this people, you know, they work and they live and things move. And I think that really can't, Stop! Like I was in, I was in London during it. Uh, what I'm going to call a, another terrorist attack because I I call um, what happened in Las Vegas uh, a terrorist attack. Um, you know, motives are different or whatever the case may be. But I was there during that, and that was very frightening because um, I mean I was never in one. You know, when I lived in New York during 9/11, I was like an hour outside of the city, and I was working at the city at the time. Um, but I wasn't that day. Uh, so I, you know, you know, felt that and sort of the whole world. I mean, you know, I'm not, uh, obviously not the only one, but being, being in London, I, I may have mentioned this on a previous podcast that, 
you know, the city's in lockdown and you can't go. And I was right near, you know, London Bridge. But things need to move. Like, you know, things need to move in a positive direction. Change needs to happen. Uh, obviously, my views are going to are, are skew uh, very liberal, but I'm not here right now to grandstand on that. I'm just saying changes need to happen. I think everyone can agree changes need to happen in, in, in some way. And I think everybody wants them to to go in a positive way overall, even though I think you know everyone's ways of going there and getting there might be uh, a little bit different. But I'm here in Las Vegas talking to you uh, right now. Um, you know, I'm, I got a pool view staying, I think right now I'm in the Bellagio. Uh, I got a pool view and I'm just looking down going, I, w- I wish I wasn't so fat and gross. Why did I just eat a whole bunch of Kit Kats? Like, I like to go out to the pool, but I'm too gross, and those people want to, you know, probably just want to be surrounded by other hot, tan people with like cool haircuts or whatever. So I'm going to let them do their thing. I'm going to do my thing. And, uh, you know, if, if you um, want to check out a oh, website, uh, fwbpod.com, check that out. I'm trying to, I don't know. I don't know. I, I did it myself. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just totally winging it. Um, if you want to say hi on Twitter, it's Jason underscore Horton. And uh, if, you know, if Lauren is so weird. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk to her. And uh, you are going to uh, also find out how weird, but how great she is. So let's talk to Lauren. <laughs> You're just starting off, starting off with the water, okay? You got a name brand water, and then uh, you, first you tried to Hollywood me. I did. You were like, my agent is just like, Lauren, <laughs> Bubby, you have a big time audition, and... And I said, I've got a big time podcast to do, can you please, can we work around it? Yeah. She's honestly used to working around my schedule, though, yeah. and she works for me, bitch. She works from a bench? She works for me, bitch. Oh, I thought you said she works from a bench. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that set life thing. Like, oh, I'm on. It's just like actor life, like business life, and you're like uh, at a Starbucks, and it's like, mm. that's what I thought it was. Oh, no, I hate that. I've had a, like a few when I was looking for a manager, and they were like, okay, great. Let's like meet at this like park. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is bad. This yeah. is bad from the beginning. Yeah. Unless it's a guy who says that, and it's at, like 11 p.m., then it's fine. Right. And then, like, if, if like the clothes are loose, Oh, forget it. Easy. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Lauren Robertson. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we started. Oh, we have already begun. Oh, I thought we were just playing. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we're just riffing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like what you we impro- do. Th- like that's what you improvisers call it, right? Just riffing. Oh, don't call me that. How dare you? You don't like starting with that, right? <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> you think like that's how I spend the majority of my week. No, no, no. No, I'm leading in with actor and okay, comedian. Okay. Thank you. Bless uh, you. But we'll get, I mean, 98% of it will be improviser. <laughs> but we go way back. We go way back. We've uh, performed together for a while mm-hmm. at I.O. West. Yeah. Yeah. I still think you're one of the funniest human beings. And you need to improvise more. You, you want to know something funny? Yeah. I secretly am. You are? I've what been, do you mean secretly? What the hell? What are you doing? In your closet? No, I'm doing it literally where we are right here, right next, right over there. You're doing it at the Nerdist? I am. Yeah. I took a year... A little over a year off. 
Um, I got super burnt out. Yeah. And then I kind of came back here and just wanted to just kind of start again because it's been so long. And you know, in a different environment, people I didn't know, just so I was like really kind of starting again because, you know, I had a, you know, I got married earlier this year. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. So you're married now. Yeah. I didn't know you like were being public about it. I feel like you're like very sneaky. I am very sneaky. Yeah. I don't like to make like a for somebody who made a living kind of like look at me on the internet. Yeah. I've, yeah. Uh, I'm very kind of secretive about what uh, I've been doing. Um, yeah. But this is about me, not you. So I'll keep, I'll continue. Always, it's always about you. <laughs> no, I just had and then I went. Uh, you know, I went to London this year. That was super fun. You uh, did. Yeah. So did I. Oh yeah. Yeah. When did you go? When did you go? Don't look at me like that. When I'm allowed you... to go. No, not at the same time I'm going. <laughs> because there'd be no more improvisers left in Los Angeles. <laughs> Wait, when did you go? I went, I think it was the end of May. I, you know, we were there. When was the terrorism? The, um, okay, so I was there when, um, when the election happened. Yeah, so you were there after the terrorism. Yeah. I was there during the terrorism. Oh, my God. Yeah. Were you frightened? Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, it's like a surreal situation. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. You know what I mean? That's um, crazy timing. Yeah, yeah. So I did that. I got like an. I'm fine. I got like a car accident, so that was a huge thing. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm like in this like kind of thing with it. Not my fault. So, but I'm in a thing with it. Yeah. What I'm, do you I'm mean? I mean, physical, like, like a physical therapy type thing, <gasps> stuff like that. So I've had like a weird, interesting year, and I kind of took a. I just got burnt down from everything. I kind of just hated everything. So I just, maybe like the last two months, I've gotten back into um, doing stuff. Took oh. a year off from the podcast, but now it's back. Yeah. You're back in, baby. I'm back in. I'm back in. And I just bring in the best. Big guns. Oh. Lauren. <laughs> Big gun. Lauren's right. Big Lauren gun, Robertson. Lauren Robertson. Yeah. <laughs> right now somebody's, well, hopefully they're just listening, but they're like looking you up and they're like, oh, cool. And they're like, hmm. And Wait. No, and that's when? not her. No. <laughs> Maybe on IMDb is it Lauren Robertson the eighth? <laughs> you know, on IMDb where it's just like you know, like the eighth oh, yeah. Lauren Robertson. Yes. No, you're the one and only. I'm the one and only. Yeah, but we we'd be improvised <clears throat> together. Yeah, I'm really glad that you're improvising again. Yeah, you know, because you gave me a compliment, so I got to give you a compliment because oh god, in society. Here we go. But no, you know, I always here's the, the thing, like you know, uh, sometimes you know we kind of judge people like on how they look and then assume they're going to act that way. And the way you look, you look like somebody who is, if you were improvising, you're doing comedy, you would do it in a way like, like I want to make sure that I look, not the word cool, but I don't want to make, I, I, I'm, I don't want to make myself look too, like, I don't want to be like too self-deprecating and you do not look <laughs> like you perform. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, it's That's a little, so nice. it's very kind of like, I don't, it's out there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like not, it's yeah. unpredictable, but, but if you're, you know, a comedian, an improviser, you like that. You're just like, I couldn't, couldn't even tell you what's going to come out of your mouth next. It's not just random. It works, but it's just very like uh, awkward, but like kind of like physically awkward. Like all of a sudden, like you're just motor, like you just don't function like a person. <laughs> But, you know, you look at your headshots and you're like, oh, the actor with bangs. You know oh, what I mean? Oh. But it, well, it's true. I mean, <laughs> what, what am I saying? That's oh, not. No. Yeah. Um, that's really nice. Yeah. I, I feel like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm mostly a fool on stage and off. But I appreciate that. That's a very nice compliment. Is that something that is just, I mean, I'm sure it's like natural. But is it something that you, are you ever like, when you, we're all like under the microscope, you know, living in Los Angeles or wherever you are, like, and you're putting yourself out there. You're putting yourself under the microscope. Do you ever 
you know, like, be like, uh, are people going to take you seriously? It's not a gender thing. It's just a, you know, I don't look like Jason Horton. I look like, <laughs> I don't look like a, just a square, um, just, a, just, just a Jewish square. Um, but do you, are you like, are people going to take me seriously? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I, um, most of the time for like theatrical stuff that I'll go out for, I'll be like, oh, but I, can I please go out for the best friend? Like right. most of the time asking, I'll go out for like the, the, um, I don't know. I want to go out for the more charactery best friend yeah. stuff. Whereas it probably other people are like wanting that thing where it's like, I want to be the lead. Yeah. Actor. Yeah. Forget it. You know it. what I mean? Like I'm the, not the interested. Central, right. You'd rather, but do people kind of say like, well, you look like you would, you don't look yeah. like you would be the, when seeing you act, you'd see it, but just like static, like you'd be like, mm, I don't know. You look like you're like too like, you're too like, you want to be in control of your like thing and you're not willing to kind of like go there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think the, I mean, it's so dumb, but I, the, the fucking bangs. Yeah. are an issue like i still have i mean i don't know what they are right now jason what, do you, what would you call them today are well they bangs? i mean they're bangs they're bangs plus they're bangs plus they're bangs plus but the, i feel like the last time i saw you they were bangs plus so you've cut them in the last <laughs> so you're talking like oh i don't do these bangs they're not cutting themselves no no i they're not i are committing I'm, suicide no like, i know they're not <laughs> <laughs> they don't know they don't know what they want to be, and yeah. I honestly, it's it's an every, it's a constant struggle. But I don't know what you, I don't know what you would look like with, you know what I mean, if it was all like even. If it was like just straight across. No, bags? no, if your if your hair was all, no one, all all one length, yeah. Okay, but like look at this. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so right now I'm pulling my bangs. Back no, right but hard. what if you let it? What if you let it all like like if you let just it all like. down and styled it like that? What would that look like? When's the last time you had that look? Oh my gosh, like four years ago. But my agent is like, don't don't grow your bangs out. Just commercial wise, I think I get brought in more because I'm. It's yeah. like a quirky girl with bangs. Yeah, which is just I can't. I, like I hate this it. lean cuisine is like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I go for a lot of lean cuisine. Yeah. So. The Lean Cuisine is Like What campaign is really taken off. Uh, so you, but you've done, you've, you've, are an improviser though, but has transcended and actually booked work. <laughs> you've been on the TV set. I have been on the TV set a little. Yeah. Hopefully more. You were uh, on Modern Family. Yeah, I was. That was a blast. Yeah. That was my favorite. I, there's, there's that was your favorite of- out of Modern Family and then like taking a shit. <laughs> yeah, but like honestly, and, and that's two. saying a lot because taking a <laughs> shit is sometimes really nice yeah. if you have a good one. If you have a good one. Especially after you've eaten a big meal and like you feel really Yeah, and you just like reset. Um, no, I remember like when I moved out to LA and then I got on to my first like set, I was so excited and everyone was so pissed off and I was so sad. Like all the magic went away. Is that, is that Modern Family? No, this was like an Eclipse gum commercial. Okay. And they couldn't wait to go home, and they were all talking shit about each other, and I was so discouraged and sad. And um, and so it was so nice to be on Modern Family because, like, everyone wants to be there. They're all really happy, and it was a blast. I wonder if those Eclipse gum people are like, I would do anything to go back to that place when I'm, like, working. You know what I mean? Like, are yeah. they – is it the crew or is it the actors? Both, both, which is sad, but yeah. I bet it's – I mean, when you're on Modern Family and you know you're working on a good show, that's yeah. probably easier than, like, I don't know. There's some stigma against, like, doing commercials versus TV, but commercials are fun. I like them. I, 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 I actually, I was going out so much for commercials 
Um, and I actually said I don't want to do it anymore. I remember you would lie. I, you, yeah. I'd be like, why aren't you? You'd be like, I have an audition where I'm not going. I'm like, that's insane. Fucking go. Yeah. No, I, I just don't care. You know, it's like this thing where it's like I don't want it bad enough. And I know what I want bad enough. I'm really good at that. But why drain myself on like this rolling the dice thing for something that like, I you know, I can do just as well as anyone else that looks like me. You know what I mean? Like that can do this thing and do this look. But. And I would listen. I would love to book it. And when I see people doing it, I'm like, "That's really cool." Mm -hmm. And trust me, I would. You know what I mean? Like, I would. I would. I would take that perfect shit in a commercial. I don't care what it is. <laughs> it's just I don't want to go through and then go all the way living on the east side, going to Santa Monica yeah. or whatever. And then, uh, then you go back, and then maybe there's an avail. Then you go. You know what I mean? And then where yeah. it doesn't air, all that kind of stuff. And there was a, like kind of like a time where I was like doing like, uh, you know, stuff on, on the internet and YouTube and making more money. Mm -hmm. In the commercials, so for really? me, oh yeah, oh baby, yeah. But you still are. What? You still are. Oh yeah, it's great. You're so rich. I'm so just so rich. What's it like being so rich? Um, I mean, I got the best tape deck a car can have. You know, it's the <laughs> like top notch tape deck. You know what I mean? <laughs> volume up, volume down. What? Rewind? Sure, I want to hear that song again. Fast forward? Not this time. Yeah, so it's great. Yeah, it's some. You have options. Is what I you're have. Saying. I, I definitely have options. So I'm yes, happy for you. I am very. Uh, I'm really rich. Where you're from? Wait, let me. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to guess. Okay, this is where fun. you're from. This is from. But you might. I feel like you might offend me. But okay. Okay, are you from San Francisco or North Northern California? Wow, good. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I am. I was born in Oakland. Oakland. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and wow. uh, yeah, because. She has an improviser, Lauren. Are you with me? Listening <laughs> is really important. Is it? Yeah. Yes, and no. Don't do smelling. That. No. <laughs> See, you're already. Fat. You know what I mean? I'm such a good improviser. Oh, I know. I know. You are. But no, no, you wouldn't be. You would be. Uh, you'd be like, and then you'd be like, oh, I don't know what's going. On. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <the laughs> why are these cats growing out my arms? <laughs> <laughs> The movement is very me. I, I I do notice that I am very like elbowy when I watch yeah. myself. I yeah. hate watching myself, yeah. but yeah, don't do that. I hate it. But yeah. the people on my team right now love to uh, tape it and then watch it, yeah. and I hate I I hate it. But I am very uh, full of um, uh, elbows. Yeah, you're very joint. You 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 like I have joints mm -hmm. and I yeah. use them all the time. Yeah, like I, I'm never not using these joints. No, and you all should be aware. Yeah. Of your uh, joints, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so let's go back. So you're okay. from Oakland, yeah. And what was like? What was that all about? What was that all about? Did you live in like the tough, scary, tough section of Oakland? We did, yeah. Um, and we were in the uh, all the fires, the mm -hmm. big fires, mm -hmm. and all my friends had to leave, but our house was okay. And then we were in the um, uh, the big earthquake, and my dad was on the like the bridge mm. and I, he said he was looking in his rear view mirror and he was seeing cars falling off into the water which is crazy yeah yeah but get, he made it get him on here what do you do what i'd rather <laughs> talk to him that is honestly like so because you never it's not like oh you know i see that all the time and it still freaks me out you don't see that kind of thing unless you're no. seeing it on tv or something like that yeah and talk about london and terrorism is like you, you feel like you're watching some, because you've seen so much of this, but then you're like, oh no, no, you're here too. Mm -hmm. Is like, uh, uh, wow, that is really, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a lot of those moments, but yeah, and then I think, and then he got there was enough times that he kind of got shot at during yeah. in like crossfire where he was like, we got to move, 
um, he went to McDonald's. I remember him Honestly, coming. you know, between, <laughs> listen, Nessa, listen, your, your dad's not here to defend himself, but between being on a bridge that was literally falling over and getting shot a bunch of times, he sounds like a little bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, for number one, I would say, oh, I'll just hang on this bridge and I'll just hang off it. Uh, because, right. And then people that would shoot at me, I'd be like, is that all you got? But yeah. that's, that's what I would do. Okay, sure. Okay, so what I'm going to tell you a story that makes him seem like not a little bitch. Okay. Because <clears throat> so far, he sounds like one. Okay, well, oh, God. Jason? Yes, and. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. This is, why, this is why I don't do this. This is why <laughs> like, I stopped doing improv. Because <laughs> people like me? Just people. What if I do this? Uh, just people. You know what I mean? <clears throat> okay. He, um... Okay, so so this is a cool story. Him and my mom uh, were married for like forty years. I met your mom, I think, didn't oh, I? I'm sure you did. Yeah, she lives here. You, and you borrowed her car. You borrowing her car at one time or something? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, my God, yeah. your memories. Pretty oof, for good. an old guy. Yeah, for for a 29 year old. God, <laughs> doing great. good. Pretty Taking good. Fish oil. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, she lives here. She lives down the street. But <clears throat> my parents were married for 40 years, but on their honeymoon, they, like, camped around the United States. And they met all these people, like strangers. And then, um, like, 35 years later, they, they quit their jobs. They'd saved up enough money. And then for a year, they camped around. They did the same kind of tour and camped around the United States and stayed and, like, saw the same strangers that they had met 35 oh, wow. years ago. And... um he camped around the United States. Come on, that's pretty cool. It, no, it's very, it, and that's what I'm saying. This is like way more interesting. Like these stories are more interesting than what you, whatever you know, I have to share. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about the Eclipse, Eclipse Gum commercial again? You can, I guess. Well, no, I, that is really. I mean, is that? Did you kind of get that like spirit of like I don't want to do like a typical thing with my life? Do they kind of kind of influence you that way? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Just my, I mean, my dad was. <clears throat> more influential to me like in his death than he mm, was yeah. being alive because yeah. he was he had the way that he accept this is getting more yeah. serious but yeah. the way that he accept when he found out he had cancer the way he accepted and like gracefully like sort of leaned in was so like telling to me and the way he was like no I've had so many take me now moments yeah. like I'm cool going and he's like that's impacted me yeah. more than anything uh do you think uh you, you know just the way your parents were like did cool stuff that you kind of just see in movies and if people really do that people really do do that yeah. so we at what point were you like you know what i'm gonna be on the main stage at ios someday Some... ah, every little girl's dream <laughs> at what point did i what time did you, at what point were you like i want to maybe <clears throat> was it your first thing to be i want to be a performer entertainer actor i think i was like i'm an only child and mm. and i uh was always sort of performing and I didn't I after um after California we moved to Utah and my teacher outed me that I wasn't Mormon and um and so I really truly lost all my friends and I was an only child and so I had this cat why Utah I don't know my dad's job I guess okay. um uh beautiful state not very friendly to Lauren but no. beautiful state um I was an only child, and then I had this cat named Modip, and so I sort of, like, Modip was kind of my best friend, and we would, like, put on shows for my parents. Um, 
And you got me and Modip. Did Modip get top billing on that one? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But then Modip got like to be a little diva, like like most like most rising stars. Yeah. And um, attacked me one day during uh, our show. Yeah. Like a bitch. Yeah. Because like that was not her line. Yeah. And uh, we had to put her down. We had okay. to put him down. Okay. Yeah, because he attacked me. All right. So after that, were you like, now I'm ready to take? My crown? I think I was like, you know what? Mo Deep's not here to steal the spotlight. Yeah. It's my turn. I think I would, I've just, it's just always sort of been like, oh yeah, this is what I'm doing. And then I went to school. Um, I went to like an acting conservatory in Chicago. Okay. And we took an improv class. And that's when I was like, oh, I love this. Were you familiar with like the Second City and IO kind of scene there? Not really, no, because it was my first year living there. Um, but then I, I found, and then I would go see TJ and Dave every mm. Wednesday night, and then um, I started writing stuff with friends and putting putting it up at Second City, and it was all sort of like too too easy in terms of like, oh, I can just like write something with my friends that make us laugh, and then we can put it up, and then people come and laugh. Like, yeah. You don't have to wait for somebody to tell you, yes, it's okay yeah, to do this. Yeah, exactly. It was more tangible, which I, which is what I still love about it here. Um, yeah, I was it's something I think about is, and I guess this kind of comes from when uh, certain comedians or entertainment people die, right? And you know, it's it's you know, the first thing you want you do is kind of like, oh, how did they? You know, what did I think of them? Or you kind of get you know, kind of reflect in some way. But it seems like, at least according to like Facebook, every comedian has been influenced through and through by every single comedian that has died, yeah. or uh, oh God. If it wasn't for Harold Ramis or, you know, whatever, Don Rick, I don't know. I'm just main mm. name. I don't know if Don Rickles, he probably, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just literally whoever, they're just like, oh, God, they made me what I am today. I was like, really? I've never, ever heard you mention any of these people ever until right now. And nothing that I've ever seen you do <laughs> looks anything like any of And that's not, be- you know what I mean? Not everyone could be. But I feel like people take this thing where like, oh, I'm influ- and, and the thing is like, you could be like, you know what, they made me laugh. It was important for me growing up. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe there are some things where it's like, oh, you know what? It made me think like, oh, I like to make people laugh. But people take every single opportunity that everyone's an influence. And it's like, I don't know, you're influenced by all the best people all the time. But you've <laughs> never mentioned it until they die. It was such a huge right. secret. Um, yeah. So that's just something I'm putting out there. <clears throat> yeah. Who uh, do you, who, who, who for you is, is that person uh, who uh honestly like i think the thing the things that really got me into wanting to do like entertainment was twofold one would be john ritter uh who played jack tripper on three's company i love three's company i mean what's not to you know and i'll break down why can we talk about the chrissy though oh, wait not chrissy the, what, who's, cindy who's, yeah yeah the the change in cast oh well yeah there was you know what i mean but I mean, I, I stuck it. I stuck, you stuck it, out. it out. But I think, honestly, John Ritter was like the thing that really, you know, kept it together. Mm-hmm. And what I saw was when I was a kid, I was like, "Here's a guy. He's like, a, he wasn't like your traditional like Tom Selleck. Like I'm a cool hot guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but women seemed to like him. Uh, but he wasn't like a co- like a necessarily like cool aggressive guy. He would fall all over the place. You know what I mean? He would do what I don't know, kind of like what you did, sort of. Um, but got paid for it. I just fall over. Yeah, yeah. sure. And I do it for free. Free, free. I, in yeah. fact, I pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know, and people, he made people laugh, and I was just like, wow, that is for me at a young age that was really relatable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, I would. It was didn't mean like I was like I want to be like necessarily a comedian, but I was like I would like to 
be that kind of person to other people, you mm-hmm. know, um, and it just seemed more relatable. And then the second thing would be, and there's obviously, you know, I watched a ton of HBO specials and, and, and stuff too, but really uh, when MTV's The State came on, um, I was like, oh, I literally want to do this. And I used to go to tapings at NYU and they had them and like long ass time ago. And I just kind of followed all their careers everything they've done and, and been fortunate in that. So that, like, those two things, I think. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, you know, people are always like Richard Pryor or, you know, Eddie Murphy or Chris Rock or, or um, you know, whoever uh, mm-hmm. they are. It, for me, it wasn't necessarily those things because it's like a thing when something happens and, like, something like a, like a, a switch flips. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people, they make me laugh all the time, but a, the switch doesn't flip. Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of like, this is cool, and I'm entertained, but it's not doing, you know what I mean? It's not making me want to do something else. And I think those are two of the biggest things that I can think of that make me want to do that. That's lovely. Yeah. Well, it ignites, It. I saw yeah. you brighten up just you talking about yeah. that. So, yeah, it's nice now you I'll can acknowledge back, that, though. And now I'll just go back to my dour, dark, yeah, brooding, little... hot guy. Just like, hot guy. <laughs> stupid hot guy. <laughs> stupid hot guy. <laughs> Uh, so what are you? What are yours? <laughs> um, gosh, you you knew you knew yours so well. I'm really impressed. Um, I would say people who light my heart on fire uh, want Madeline Kahn. Okay, that's a good one. Truly, because I feel like she was um, more um, truthful and dramatic, yeah. and she kind of did it all. And um, and I loved, and she was just weird too. She she let her oh, yeah. she let herself be weird, which I love. And I love Jenny um, Jenny Slate. Oh yeah. She really, I I honestly will. She I feel like she sometimes gives me permission. Thinking about her gives me permission to just be like, oh, it's okay to like love things very hard and mm-hmm. like uh, not be embarrassed yeah. by them because she just like she openly loves and she's very open with like her love and, and vulnerability. That's cool that you have somebody that's like kind of current to like yeah. get you. You know what I mean? When you find those find those people, and it's like this is really exciting. Yeah, and and she's and I like her like personal life too, yeah. and like her career. So yeah, and she's alive. I I. Uh, and she's alive. She's. I Thank think you. she's alive, or is she dead? Jenny it's Slate. Possible she's died. Uh, let's let's like let's say let's she's pretend. alive. Okay. No, let's say she's alive. If she is alive, I dread the day I run into her because I I won't I won't be right. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! I'll be like, I'll just have a boner the whole time. Yeah, and mm. she'll be like, "Aren't you the Eclipse Gum Girl?" Oh, shut up. <laughs> the elbows. Yeah, <laughs> w- wacky elbows, uh, Eclipse Gum Girl. <laughs> the thing is, the the, the the opportunity for you guys to work together is like relatively medium to high. You just think? Circum- yeah, absolutely. Circum- in, in some in some capacity, yeah, of course. Oh, Jason, sometimes you're just so nice. Yeah. And and you sneak you sneak you're you are very sneaky. Yeah, you sneak yeah. around the bush yeah. and then you hit me with a nice thing and I'm like, is this a bit or is this thing nice? But you're genuine. Yeah. Uh, but I, that's too much for me. Like when t- t- men who who are tender, it's it's just I love it so much. Oh, really? well, tender. Yeah, you're tender. No, you're being tender. no, 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 no. Yes. I'm, I'm a tender boy. I'm a rock and roll bad boy. <laughs> yeah. You can be tender and a rock and roll bad boy. Not when I turn up that tape deck. <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen. It's true, I don't. Uh, so you're you're in Chicago. Yeah. You're you're finding like success in what you're doing. You're like, <clears throat> well, I made something and people watched it and then they laughed. So you you achieved a goal. 
Yeah. So um, what happened was I went to DePaul and they um, it's an acting conservatory and I think they accept like 50, 50 people. And then after freshman year, they only accept 25 or something. So you are not allowed to apply to other colleges during that year, but you're like fucking stressed the whole time that you're going to be cut. And then you find out a month before school's supposed to start again if you're cut. And I found out that I was cut. And so like, you went for one year? Yeah, I went for one okay. year, and my whole world, like, came crashing down because, you know, you're young, and, like, you move far away, and, and then you're around these same people all the time. They were, like, my world, and it's, like, that to me was, like, oh, this is how you – this is how I get to uh, working and performing is I go to school for it, and then I – you know, those were the steps. So I kind of felt like, oh, now I, I'm not allowed to do it, but then because I had been introduced to Second City and I.O. I, while I was there, I kind of – use that to like a lot of my friends sort of quit acting after that but then I was just like oh I maybe this is all sort of like meant to be and so I auditioned for the Second City Conservatory and I got in and then I ended up falling in love with that and again like at that it's been so nice because you can have more of your like hands on it than if you're in school and you're just sort of like waiting for people to tell you what you are and give you permission and sort of hand things to you. But you also showed up with some acting chops. I mean, even if it's just one year, it's one year at a very difficult school. I'm sure you showed up at a different playing field than than some of the other people that were like, yeah. like I just want to be an improviser. It's like, I just think I'm, I was told I'm funny, or I was like, I need to, you know, kind of like be more of, you know, uh, of an extrovert, or whatever the reasons are people. Sure. And so, yeah. so you do Second City. So I did Second City, and um, and then I was when you're at DePaul, you're not allowed to audition for anything, but I was able to get um, an agent right after um, while I was in college. And so then I was auditioning and um, and then I did like plays in, in, in Chicago and I did some commercials and then um, and then I moved out here. So what was the thing to say like I'm like I'm ready for LA now? I <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was honestly a feeling just like, oh, I love this. I love Chicago so much. I love that city, but I was just thinking this isn't the place for me anymore. It just didn't feel right. Um, and I was seeing my friends who had graduated from, from DePaul sort of either wait, like not want to audition for things because they were kind of, this is, I don't want to throw them under the bus if they're I hope they're not listening. They probably, I mean, unless they're one of the <laughs> five billion people that listen every single week, then no, I just, maybe they don't. I was just like, I was honestly uninspired by their lack yeah. of um, willingness to put in work yeah. that I was like, oh, I really, it kind of propelled me into like, I want to work. I want to like audition and I want to be out there. And honestly, I just thought there wasn't enough opportunity in Chicago, even though I love, I love that city. So you... You ship off to L.A. Ship the hell out of so there. So you're essentially going back. You went you from California. You went back to California. So it must have felt a little more familiar than, say, somebody. Like, I must have never. When I moved to California, i never been to California before. Oh. From New York. Yeah, so. Uh, you had never yeah. been. You just chose to come. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it chose me. Oh, God. Hashtag set life. Hashtag SAG after one union. You can't say it. I know. It's you so terrible. One union. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Are you, um, so are you <laughs> SAG eligible? Uh, I'm a little more than eligible. Yeah, right. What do you mean you're right? Look at you. I got my SAG card in like 2001. <laughs> you did? I, yeah. Well, so you've been paying your dues for a while. Yeah, it's really, it's been really great. It really opened a lot of doors for me. 
In fact, the one I did one, uh, I did one, uh, I booked one thing for like this ABC thing, and uh, I was like excited, and then my manager was like, uh, "SAG is like not letting you do this," and I was like, didn't know why, and it was Friday, and I was doing it shooting it Wednesday. I was like, "This is the one time." One thing oh. I booked. Let me book one thing, oh. and then it was because I didn't pay my dues. Oh no! Oh, no. Which well, I never. I was just so like I ended up paying it really late, so I paid it, and it all worked out. But oh, um, yeah, but it's uh, so you were able to do it. I was able to do it. Yeah. What was the thing? It was a show called "This Isn't Working" for ABC Digital. Oh, cool! Yeah, but it was yeah, it yeah. was a good. It, you know, it shows your credits, and it looks like a TV credit thing. You know, they, they it was like, oh, here's where your like credits gonna be placed. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm so ha- like I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. If I get a free bottle of water, I'm gonna be stoked. Like I'm oh not, I'm not very like I didn't understand any of that stuff. So I was like, I'm not like you, you know what I mean, Miss TV. Right, Miss TV. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm when I uh, tested for like an ABC Digital mm-hmm. pilot, and they were like, when my manager was like going over the legal stuff, I was like, please don't fight them on this. This is insane. Like yeah. where my name should be and like what kind of trailer I should have. Like I will get paid zero dollars yeah i don't care i just want to be on set yeah well because the thing is is like the money you know money is obviously great and stuff like that but it's if you work people are like well abc digital said is good enough to work you know what i mean right. than other people so it's it's you know not a that's a good that's i have the same exact you know what i mean like where people are like how much am i getting paid it's like you know what i mean if yeah. you really wanted real money you'd go get like work in like an insurance or something like yeah. that or work some kind of work up that kind of thing and get a 401k so of course i don't even i will never a 401k oh that's great will never <laughs> <laughs> so you when you go to la you had been to la before though right yes okay, i had so. been several times um, cuz then when i lived in arizona i visited la um, several times and i liked it a lot um, I always thought it was like very cool and I could feel like I'm very sensitive so I can always feel like the energy and it always felt very creative and <clears throat> I it, it's very different from Chicago where it seems more like hustly and bustly yeah. but LA I love. I do too and people are like I, hate. I was like yeah I think it's great you know what I mean? Yeah and the nice thing is you can drive two hours any direction and get a different climate yeah. get a different view yeah. you just gotta get out when you're always gonna drive two hours P.S. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The minimum two-hour drive you're going to take, no matter where you go, um, you're going to find a different climate. That's true. So you you get to L.A. I you, get to L.A. You go, you look at the Hollywood sign. You're like, here I am, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I Ta- do a little like sign of the cross, cross from Modib. Yeah, and then uh, and then you just you just conquer it. Yeah, I conquered it. Oh yeah. So oh, so when you get here, like what's like I I can sense that you like are just like want to hit the ground running and just like yeah destroy. So what did you do? <laughs> Um, I finished classes at IO here and then I got on a main stage team and then I, um, got into acting classes, um, and I kind of wrote my own, you know, you do these showcases Mm. and I wrote my own scene for myself and then I got a manager from that and I got an agent kind of like pretty soon after moving here and then I booked like my first commercial. I, uh, an audition I went on, which was like, it was all very telling to me because Chicago was a lot harder for me and I sort of felt like I don't know if, I feel like it's for me, but I don't know. I feel like I'm for it, but I don't know if it's it's for me. Um, And then when I got here, it was all sort of like, it happened really fast and then it kind of plateaued. What was the commercial? The Eclipse. Oh, oh, Eclipse, I didn't know it was in Chicago. Oh, no. and Chicago was like Hordon Blue. Oh. Maybe you 
I've seen it. Uh, is that is that the food like like chicken cordon bleu? The is it a food thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the it's a it's the food school. Okay. So I'm like chopping a steak and I've got like the hat on. And I'm like, okay, come on, get you'll. Oh, I remember uh, you've got three reasons to get out of your chair and call a cordon bleu today. What are the three reasons? <laughs> One, you can make your dreams come true. Two, you don't know how to properly cut a steak. You freaking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> you freaking idiot! Three, um, um, it's yeah, air conditioning, and. I think probably, probably by that time, people would probably shut the commercial off at two anyway, so it doesn't, it probably doesn't matter what you say. Oh, they for sure shut it off when they saw the fucking hat on yeah, my head. Yeah. Um, so you're, like, being a comedian improviser, right, I feel like there's a thing where it's like you're doing it because you love it and it's fun, but you're also kind of preparing for, like, the next thing. You know, those there's, like, a ton of improvisers that have gone on and done really great things, past, present, people we know. Like, what what has been, like, your kind of, like, what you wanted out of this? Mm. Oh, that's such a nice question. I think um, things have sort of, um, I think obviously when you book something and it kind of makes everything worth it and you're on set for a while and you're, and you're working with good people, that feels really nice. But I think also um, writing something, I wrote sort of a series with my girlfriend. and um, Is it with Jackie? Um, this one wasn't with Jackie. Oh, but I, I love Jack? writing with Jackie. I don't know. Jackie and I write together. I don't know. <laughs> Talk about Jackie Dorothy? Yeah. yeah. Yes. She's she's a doll. Yeah. Um, I wrote another thing with with my friend Benda, um, and uh, it's it's been sort of like it's been nice to have like her managers sort of shopping it around and like getting notes and sort of thinking about it in a real way where like we're gonna create this and people might give us money to make it versus like. What money can we scrounge up? Or do like a Kickstarter <clears throat> or something? Or Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, uh, no, I'm, I'm now writing a children's book and I'm writing a novel. Um, cause, um, my, my, uh, my manager has sort of embraced that side of me and that's been really nice. I think it's just, I think honestly just going with the changes and not yeah. trying to control uh, how this is going to happen for me. So do you ever let kind of... Uh does the kind of acting side ever affect the uh, the comedy side, whatever that is, where you kind of bring that with you? Like, oh, I just, you know, I bombed this audition. Now I'm going to like a rehearsal or something like that. Or do you like, does the does the comedy or the improv, does that like kind of be like, oh, you know what? This is like my cool, safe place mm. and kind of, or. Mm. Like dramatic wise? Like if I do like. No, I'm just saying, do you let those, because those, it's in, yeah, I've just done enough improv to see people. You can tell they're like in, like. You know what I mean? Like, in a sh- because the, the goal, like, the other <clears throat> goal is not being met currently. Sure. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. I think I used to take, um, like, the shows really seriously and be like, I would get really down on myself if, if I didn't have a good show. And I think now I'm like, no one's going to cast me off this. I mean, I have been running off of things, but it's like, no one's going to cast me off this. No one cares. This is all for fun. Yeah. Um, and so now it's just like, I do it to keep my to keep myself like playing because yeah. it makes me feel happy and joyful. So that the other businessy side of things, I can do more peacefully yeah. without stress. If that makes sense. You, uh, I'm just going through your your uh, want to know about your catalog, oh. your body of work. You did something with um, Kirsten Dunst. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did a short film with her. Um, that was lovely. Is she cool? 
She's super cool. Yeah. And what I loved is she was like asking the director in between takes, like, hey, is this okay? Like, did I, was that okay? Like, yeah. she was kind of like asking for some. Well, you think she'd be like, I'm Kirsten Dunst. It yeah. is okay. Yeah. Uh, everything. I'm good. Yeah. But she was like, is this, is this okay? Which I kind of, it wasn't like whiny or anything. I was just like, oh, we're all just trying to stay relevant. We're yeah. all just trying to get some permission from the universe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And she was lovely. She was great. Uh, did you, when you do those things, do you think like, oh, from this, like, <laughs> well, you, you know what I mean? Like, do you, like, what do you, th- when you do something like that, what do you think is going to happen from that? Or is that just like a standalone thing where you just kind of. I don't know. I mean, I think I sort of was like, that was so fun. And I, le- I hope that I get to work with that director again. But I'm not like, oh, this is, this is it. Or even that idea, I've kind of let go of that because my family members are like, <laughs> oh, I saw you in this commercial. We saw your commercial again. Boy, I hope this is it for you. I hope this is your big break. I, I can't stand that. I don't want that. I, can't, I don't like it. And I'm not looking for that in any way. Let's move on to Ariana Grande. Oh, my God. Okay, let's move on to her. So you guys were, like, making out, right? For what? For sure. Like 10, 20 minutes, an hour. Yeah, um, going crazy. Just macking on each, <laughs> each other. Each other hard. Crazy. It's like, come on, take a even, even the dudes are like, all right, enough is enough already. We're <laughs> take like, a break. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, so you were, uh, was that Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. He's what, had, I mean, was that, I mean, it seemed very cool from where I was sitting. <laughs> was it cool for you? Yeah, it was. It was. I was like, they're like, you're going to be playing her best friend. And I just was like, you're all dumb, right? Y'all know I look a lot older than her. And like, I look double the size. I would say, I'd say double. Double. Double the the size, triple the age. Triple the age. (laughs) That's the formula. Because I look older, she looks young. Or like a nice combo. It's a nice combo. Sure. It's a super nice combo. Sweet little combo. combo, Yeah. (laughs) So is she cool? Yeah, well, um, oh here we my go. My manager, oh boy, my manager and my agent both had um, had been. I think she'd been clients of theirs before, and so they both were like, "Hey, just heads up, it might not go well, and she might try to recast you, but don't take it personally. This is just kind of what she does." And then, then when I got there, she was. We had set spent the whole day setting up the set and all the lighting so that she could just kind of walk in. And when she walked in, she was like, "Oh, I don't like that." that side of my face and so they kind of had to redo things so in that way she was but I was kind of very impressed with how she looked out for herself and she's she to me more was a businesswoman than a diva she in was control like, of her own not letting everyone else have total control of everything yeah because she, yeah. she knows she knows that like she, we would and she was very cool with me I think like at first she was a little skeptical and then I improvised something and she was like and then she was like oh shit I like you and then she was trying to make conversation with me which was so sweet she's like so, um, do you live around here? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Where do you live? I live in an apartment. <laughs> Have you heard of an apartment? apartment? Yeah. Yeah. One bedroom. Yeah. Street parking. Have you heard of street parking? <laughs> Coin laundry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she was, I think because, uh, thankfully, I won her over. We had a great time. She was very fun. And um, I enjoyed her. I thought she was really funny. Uh, can we talk about the time that you were in the hospital? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And you visited me. Uh, you did. did I? Was I that to... me? <laughs> was I a hero that day? Yeah, I think I was a hero that day. That's crazy how I, a hero. I was a hero that day. That was weird. 
Um, can you, you want to talk about that or no? Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I remember trying to show you my scar. No. Yes, and for all the listeners out there, the scar is like just above my, I had a, a cystectomy on my ovaries, so it's just right above my vagina, and I remember being like, you got to see it. It's no, badass. I'm too, you know, here's the thing. It's not that I'm like, um, it's just I'm so, like I, sometimes I think I come off or people think that I'm like, this like really like flirty, everything's like sick, and I'm not like that at all. <laughs> like if I do, like if anytime I do improv, will not like dudes, like you can give me a lap dance on my face. I don't care. I just don't like to like be invasive or anything like that. It's like very gentlemanly thing. And not to say mm-hmm. that, but you know what I mean. Like I was just like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't yeah. want to know. I don't want any dick pics. Uh, <laughs> or I mean, I, uh, I don't want to send any dick pics. I don't want to get any boob pic. Like that's just uh-huh. my thing. I don't want any trail. Just let me let me be. I know you know, and that's one of my favorite things to do to you is is invade your like physical space. Yeah. You get very uncomfortable, yeah. and it's so funny. Yeah. Um. Nothing. I feel nothing. You didn't feel that? She's trying to, like, finger blast me over here. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel nothing. And did you like it? Um, I don't know. I'm married. So, so what do I, I care? Bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so, like, you're, right now you're just like a, I don't know, just like a, like a circle that keeps saying manager. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's all you are to me, like, now that I'm married. Um, so you, so, uh... When all oh. that happened, like, was that something where you were like, I don't know, like, how does that change everything? Because you know, you, we, you, you know, you're out there kind of trying to make uh, a living. You're trying to make a name for yourself, have friends, do all that stuff. When something like that happens, how does that? Because ch- if you had seven kids, you might be like, oh shit, I have seven kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how does this affect them? But mm-hmm. how does it like, affect you and your world when like something like that happens? Yeah, I think. Um, well, the main thing was I just went in for a checkup and they were kind of like, oh, everything's fine. I was like, I feel like something's wrong with my ovaries. So I like kind of demanded to have this, um, have them look and they're like, oh shit, you have, um, a cyst the size of an orange on top of your ovary and we can't pull it out because it's, it was a dermoid cyst. So it was full of hair, teeth and skin and nails. How does that, that that's, I remember you telling (laughs) me that and honestly, it's, I, I've like, like chills, I know. And not in a good, cool, fun way. Uh, oh, yeah. How does that happen? You don't think it's cool? Because I think it's cool. I know you do. I think it's You're badass. such a weirdo. Because that means like I might have eaten my twin. In... Is that really what they said? Not the doctor, but other people. Oh, I don't like <laughs> <laughs> And like, I believe in magic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, how does that, is it just like, what is that? I think what they said is that when I was... They said it could have been in there since I was like 16. So something got confused and uh, they sort of thought, oh, uh, I'm going to make a baby. Uh, but there wasn't there wasn't sperm to actually make a baby. So right. it just kind of like made this weird alien. But when I found out about him, I was like, I love him. I want to keep him. The dog just wouldn't let me even see him, which yeah. was sad. I named him Purdue. You see what I'm talking about, everybody? Yeah. The bangs are very, very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get You don't get bangs conversation. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, you get um, some weird mohawk. Yeah, you don't want you don't want any of that. Oh, you want it. So, but when it was it something that was protected. So it was, it, if left unchecked or treated, mm-hmm. what what's the outcome? It would. They were like, oh, you can't. I was supposed to go on a trip. They're like, do not fly because it could burst, and because it was full of all these like skin <laughs> nails, it could rupture like my stomach. Like it could hurt. So so they couldn't even do it laparoscopic. So like because if they tried to pull it through a small hole, it could burst and like yeah. ruin my stomach. So they had to 
do like basically a C-section yeah. and go in there. But they were able to save the ovary. Um, and we'll have that up on my Twitter, Jason underscore Horton. The pictures, uh, all the pictures he's talking about will be there. Just go check <laughs> truly, it out. Truly would love to show. I know I'd love to show them any second I, I nah. can. Can I, can I show you after this? I'll show you at whole before it was opened up. Because opened How up, How far away is it from your vagina? Oh, you won't see the vagina. Good, because I don't want to see that. Why not? Because I wouldn't even know. If it, I don't know what a vagina looks like. <laughs> I always close my eyes. <laughs> you close your eyes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, I don't know. Too scared. Yeah, it's, it's very, very scary. Well, here's the thing is, like, the thing about vaginas is, like, like oh, you know, like, so sex hurts for guys. Like, because the vagina walls are so strong against the penis. Sex hurts for guys. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's obviously, you know what I mean? So, so I, I'm wondering if you're talking to other guys or if you've ever talked to other guys about this. And I'm going to, like, you might need to be embarrassed right now. Um, no, I just, it's just something I know. Okay. Like, it just hurts, okay, like, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah, they say mm. sex hurts for girls. It really hurts for guys. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, you sorry. poor thing. I'm very cosmopolitan. I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, is it, you could, you want to, want me to get a live reaction from me? What do you mean? You want to tell me right now? <laughs> No, I'm saying I want to show you a picture of, of Purdue when he was open and when he was whole. Oh, no. I don't want to see my that. My God. Oh, you, you just were... asked if you could see my vagina no, 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 in no. this little no. black cave I, I, on sunset. I, How dare. I said, can I see at your vagina? <laughs> what does that mean? Wait, it's just like a cursory glance. <laughs> No, because you kept saying you wanted to show me your scar, and I thought you meant I didn't. And I asked. That's why I asked how far away was it. Oh my gosh, Jason! I was asking you if you wanted to see my scar when you came to the hospital because oh, I was still on I drugs. It was an open invitation. No, <laughs> I thought you it was card blanche whenever you want to no, see it. You are not invited. You are not invited to the viewing party now. I'm going to show you a picture. I don't want to see it of the of Purdue, not no, my scar. No. I haven't named my scar. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> <sighs> but I did. I remember asking you if you wanted to see it because I was looped up. Yeah. But you, you and Kristen came. Yeah, Kristen Sudard. Yeah, for good. You know right what now. I say by both you guys? Hmm. You guys look like you should are you should be like successful like TV or movie people. You just I just look you up. I was like you look like you're on TV. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's I mean, so nice. doesn't mean you are. No, but you look not. like you should be, and that's just coming from like, oh, you look like you should be on TV. I don't know. And that's all that matters. Yeah. If I look like I should, if Ellie's taught me anything, it's fake it till you make it. So, uh, what do you have coming up next, or what have you been working on? You said you're working on a uh, book, children's book? We're on children's book, on a little series. Right after that conversation, we go right into the children's book, obviously. <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> I know, I know. It's bad. Um, and I'm working on a novel, and um, I'm doing uh, some, it's funny, a don't plug your improv shows. Don't bother, please. You can come see no, Pockets every Tuesday oh, night God. on the main stage it's at ILS. Pockets. <laughs> oh, get out of here. This is what I would. This is why oh, I got burnt out of this stuff. It's just like it's oh, called God. Pockets. I, I know. No, but listen. Are you guys all in a bunch of pockets and your heads pop out of the pocket? I really wanted that, but like, I know you no, did. no. It's just like a picture of like a big pocket, which I think <laughs> is dumb. But I listen. This is the first team name that I have gotten that I pitched. I think yeah. Pockets is a great name. Yeah. I think it's cute, and I think it's quick, and I yeah. think you get it. Yeah. Excite Bike, the team we were on, it's like, what the hell is that? Yeah. People were reading it like Excite a Bike. Yeah. Well, yeah, and also it was nobody cared. Nobody cared. I think I named. Uh, I was on uh, Waterloo. This group. Oh, uh-huh, I love yeah, Waterloo. Yeah. Um, I think I think I pitched that. Did I'm you? Sure. Yeah, and I'm pretty good at like pitching things uh, and them sticking because I think people are just like, I don't care. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> so. Okay. So it's good. I mean, you know, it's like it's branding. You know what I mean? Very important. Yeah. You're so good at pitching things. Uh, would you even do anything on the on the TV or the movies or whatever? Um, I have a progressive commercial that's about to start airing, and um, I've done a few films recently. Tell tell about them. I can't. I this makes uh, me nervous. Like I hate this part. Is this you, this part? I hate this part. I hate this part. But it's right like yeah, it's just like oh, I hate when I have to. It's like I have this. Always comes the point where I have to do this. Pretend it's not like I, when I'm a, listening to it, I hate it. It's not an industry mixer. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, what is it? Uh, it's well, it's, uh, people want to know about you, and I want to know about what's happening. Well, the films I've done are like, um, you know, they're gonna they're doing the festival circuit right now. Okay. So I don't, and you know, um, with this guy Adam Bowers from Oh I yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I actually. He asked me about. He wanted me to audition, but it was on tape, and I didn't. Uh, I wanted to do, but I didn't want to do the tape. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I like I him. It. Uh, yeah, I love him. Uh, I think he's a great director. I could have been. Uh, you could have um, been my husband. Yeah, or my son. You're, probably your son. Your You're hot, hot young son. Square of a son. Son, hot, <laughs> hot juice square. <laughs> just came out. Just came out. Of, came out sideways. Um, <laughs> with, uh, so you got a progressive commercial we can <clears throat> we can see. Uh, yeah. Soon and what else? It's what other? I'm doing this uh, a, a new adventure with David Arquette um, because oh yeah okay I yeah. saw that I, yeah. I wanted to ask you about that yeah. what is that that's at UCB right um yeah it was he he sort of was like he he I'm scared to say manager because you're gonna make fun of me but he signed with my manager and uh, are she, do you are you just like listen when you sign with I us you it. get a free Lauren <laughs> <laughs> we just throw Lauren and whatever you do that's free don't worry about it she just shows up. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Um, so basically he told my manager he wanted to get back into like the the cool kids comedy club. Oh, and so gosh. for some reason my, my manager thinks that I'm that. And so she was like, Oh, she kinda connected us and so I kinda got to know him and like what he was into and um Is interested cool? in doing. He's so cool yeah, and he's very cool. sweet. Yeah. Really, really nice guy. He's also kooky oh, too, yeah. which I love. Yeah. You guys together must be yeah, uh, it's it's fun. It's a ride. I will say. Yeah, it's a ride. So did you do like a, a live? <clears throat> so I produced kind of like a, a live improv show, and we did that, and we're going to do that again at UCB. Um, Who? So when you is it just is it like you and a team of people, or is it just you and a like a fun bunch, like a funky bunch? So we, <laughs> a funky bunch. Yeah. It was um, she I um, Beth Appel at UCB okay. sort of organized like an all star team yeah. for. So I we did. He played with three different groups, and he okay. did like an Armando style with oh, that cool. team. Yeah. And then with us, he did. We kind of made through rehearsals yeah. and rehearsing with him. We made this sort of um, style, and we did that. And then he played with Cook County Social Club. Oh, very And cool. they just kind of, yeah, you know, took care of him. Yeah. So we're gonna do that again. Um, hopefully, the end of September, and then we're kind of like writing sketches with him and writing stuff for him, and we're just doing that. Yeah. So it's fun. So this is this whole, this whole. Episode has been me auditioning for your projects, showing yeah. you how relatable I am and how like cool and tender I am. Tender. So you need that, like you need that tender guy for one of your sketches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know where to go. Right. Um, I'm sorry, but you you will have to put this on tape. I don't. I don't want to put it on tape. I just put it on. I just put it on audio. No. Oh. All right. No, I'm cool. sorry. So where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this part too. 
Because I'm not good at it. Because you're so good at good at it, yeah. and I'm so bad. Yeah. I remember you. I remember being like, "Help me with my Instagram." Yeah. And you're like, you looked at you scrolled through so fast, and you're like, "It's not consistent." No. And you're like, "The color schemes are not consistent." <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, I just do what I like. Uh, I'm Lauren Mary Rob on Instagram. Yeah. And I don't really do. I don't really like. I don't really do Twitter or anything. Okay. You have a website? No. You don't? I'm just going to say no. No, I don't. You look like you have a website. Well, shut the fuck up. You know no, what? But you now do. I take offense with that. It's like a bit like a thing where it's just like either like, you know, a serious picture, but then you like it, you scroll over and then there's like your kind of like one of your like kind of like wacky, like oh, kind of wacky God, the ones. Quirky. Yeah, sure, the quirky. Yeah, the quirky one. Yeah. Uh, cause, is it because of the bangs? Yeah, you look like a website. <laughs> well, uh, listen, if you're on iTunes, rate and uh, subscribe and, and leave a comment. Uh, you can say hi to me on Twitter, Jason underscore Horton. We have a website's coming out soon to be fwbpod.com. It'll be out probably by the time this is up. And uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks to. Uh, to Eclipse Gums, uh, Lauren <laughs> Robertson. Oh, this is the worst. <laughs>